Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to breelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Howdy. Yo. <laughs> Yo. He's got that just plain uh, simple. So ponytail <laughs> keeping the uh, first of all, it's a brony tail. Oh. Not because gosh. like the not not because of the, the the My Little Ponies. Not because of that. That's super weird. But because I'm a bro and it's very little. And so it's a brony tail. I wanna rethink that name, I think. Yeah. I, now that now that I put the correlation together, yes, I, I I am. I just made it up, but then I realized what I said as I said it. So, <laughs> yeah, nice try. Um, we are not reviewing a movie tonight, as the title of the episode has told you guys. We're getting ready for our midsummer, well, not midsummer, but like our midseason kind of uh, movies coming up here. We got a lot of big summer movies coming out. We are looking at the schedule in the future, and we're really excited. So we decided to take time to do a special little one-off episode for everybody about movies that we have watched in your spare time on Netflix, Redbox, Hulu, whatever you can think of, and uh, just kind of just kind of talk about all those movies that we've seen and also prepare for, of course, this awesome summer. But I do have a story, like I do majority of the time. Can I share you guys this quick funny story? Sure, sure. I by the way, I thought sure. we. Were, I mean, I think we are doing kind of a partial re- review because these are these are movies that are in theaters right now. But continue. Yes, on. yes, you're right. Sorry, I misspoke. So I started a new job. Congratulations. Uh, the company that I worked for. Thank you. The company I worked for got bought out, and all of us lost our jobs. So I am like eight days into my new job, and I'm kind of a quiet guy there. I don't know anybody yet, and I'm not showing my hand. I'm not going to start my first day and say, "Hey, I like movies, and I do a podcast." Hey, I'm fun, you know. So I didn't keep it quiet. <laughs> Is that what you say? Hey, I'm so, fun. <laughs> I am fun. So I'm I'm 30 years old. My boss is 21 years old. Oh God. And uh, today was the first day that I actually got the chance to speak to some people. And I'm not going to say my boss's name uh, on air, but uh, he comes up to me and he goes, um, you know, just trying to get to know me a little bit. And I asked, you know, what his favorite sport team was. And he said that he does not like sports. Uh, I said, oh, well, what do you like? Whoa. And he goes, well, everybody makes fun of me. I said, well, oh, okay, well, if you don't mind, what is it? He goes, I love movies. I know everything about movies. I'm a movie encyclopedia. <laughs> and you got a boner. Fucking nerd. <laughs> this guy. So, so the first thing I said to myself in the back of my mind was, oh, God, this guy has no idea who he's talking to. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, oh, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, dude, I've like. Three, four hundred movies at home. That's like right. it's like the biggest collection anybody has. I've seen a movie. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh really? Because this guy said he has three, four hundred DVDs at home. I have that times ten. You know, like this guy doesn't know who he's talking to. And uh, I'm like, really? He goes, yes. So 
the whole point of me telling the story is that he asked me questions and we, it was a money betting question. I go, okay, well, I mean, so you know a lot. So what's your favorite movie franchise of all time? And his answer was the Blade uh, Trilogy. Oh, God. And I'm like, okay. He goes, what's yours? And I was like, uh, Alien. Shouldn't shouldn't judge. Everyone has their their favorites. And, you know. Everybody has their favorites. So I'm not going to judge him just yet. And then we got two more parts to this. And then I said, okay, you know, that's really cool. You know, I I dig Alien. That's my favorite. I go, um, well, I mean, since you like movies so much, then you definitely have seen a lot of Kubrick films. He goes, Q who? What? And I go, Stanley Kubrick. You know, he goes, well, tell me some movies. And I'm, oh and I'm my thinking God, myself, really? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so this guy's 21. He says he knows everything about movies. Okay. So I read off, you know, the classics, 2001, Shining, Full Metal Jacket, Eyes Wide Shut. You know, he's never seen any of them, never even heard of them. Wow. What? Wow. So is he talking about yeah. like he knows everything about movies that are like Judd Apatow? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> So now you guys will love this. So again, in the back of my mind, I'm saying to myself, this guy does not know I made movies. This guy does not know that I went to school for movies. This guy does not know I have a movie podcast. Um, so, so you know, he, he goes away, and about 15, 20 minutes later, you know he just read this online, so he's trying to school me. And he goes, hey, 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 I bet you a dollar. Here's my dollar that you don't know the name of the shark they called uh, in uh, Jaws on set. And I looked at him and I go, Bruce. And his jaw hit the floor. Uh... <laughs> he was like, how the fuck did he know this? So then he gives me his buck. We're getting ready to leave tonight. And there's like five guys around us. This is the end of the story. And he goes, guys, 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 guys. Jordan thinks that he knows everything about movies, but we all know I'm the movie buff, right? And all the guys are just like, yeah, dude, we know you like movies, you know? And... <laughs> And he's like, I have I have two dollars, and I'm gonna do recent movies. Jordan, I bet you can't name of he would all the movies, movies in order that Michael Bay directed before Transformers. You have a minute, thirty seconds, two minutes. Go, uh, The Rock, Armageddon, Bad Boys, Bad Boys Two, The Island, and Pearl Harbor. <laughs> and his, and again, his jaw just drops. <laughs> Take and... that two dollars. Thank you very much. Good night, <laughs> faggot. <laughs> Sorry, so I, didn't, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Well, you, whatever. It's too late now. I already said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just found it funny because here's this guy. You know, like I already said it a bunch of times. This, you know, this 21 year old kid who just happens to be my new boss. You know, he. You know, you know, he's held that title as the movie buff for God knows how many years he's been there. You know. And all of a sudden, here comes me, and he doesn't realize, A, I have a film, I have a clapboard tattoo on my leg, and I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt. Well, he fails to realize this. Jeez, just, just ruined the kid's weekend, man. Yeah. You <laughs> yes. broke his little heart. Uh, I think we should let Jordan I go. Did. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's not working out. I kind of like being the movie guy. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny though right i'm I'm still like so my point of telling this story before we get into the main bulk of the show you know since we do you know a a movie podcast has that ever happened to you guys a kind of situation where you know somebody in your life or somebody that you just randomly meet who says they know everything about movies in the back of your mind you're like yeah well let's see 
You know, you know what I mean? Like people don't realize yeah, who they're talking to. It, it, it happens because I play a lot of trivia, and so a lot of times I'll play trivia with, with new people because, well, that's just you know that's just how it happens sometimes. With uh, sure. Because I, I enjoy it so much that sometimes the friends will be like, hey, you're really good. And then they'll, you know, hey, we're doing this. And so I get carried over pretty much. And, yeah, usually with, with that because uh, my movie trivia is usually on point uh, there. And, like, and kind of easier stuff. Um, one that came up recently was last week I was at Trivia. And uh, the question was, uh, name, all, name all movies with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> all thirty-seven. <laughs> Actually, there are three. There are three main rom-coms with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Can you name all three of them? I'm gonna try right now if you don't if you don't mind. I'm hands gonna, up, I'm hands up, no here. Googles. Hands up, no Googles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Harry Met. No, no, no. Why Harry? Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Sleep is in Seattle. Yes. You got mail. Yes. This is the, oh, usually fun. people get those two. They, they it's the third one that they, they're just like, uh, I don't remember. I don't know. Then I, I don't know. Ed, 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 do you have the third one? I don't know. Those were those were the only two that popped into my head. I have to really think. What is the third one? Joe versus the volcano. Oh my god! Volcano, which was oh, their yeah. first god one. I believe. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Joe, which okay. was really funny, by the way. So uh, those those and I wow. I got all of those in order and they're just like how did you know that it's like man like just shut up and write the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of host a movie review show. And just, no, yeah, just like, how did you know that? It's like because I love all three of them. Get off my back. <laughs> it's like, I cry every and time. You, you've you've got mail was a very underrated movie by the way. With Dave it's Chappelle, by the you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You've got mail with Dave Ed, Chappelle that... as Tom Hanks's best friend. <laughs> That's amazing. And have you ever had the situation before where somebody says they know everything about movies and you're just like, oh my god, I host a movie show. No, you don't. Have well, you like that? the thing. Well, the thing is, is like, and it's been well documented between the three of us. I, I, I think I know the least about film simply because, like, I'm. You know, I just have the worst memory. Uh, you know, I drink too much and I smoke too much. But, but anyway, um, you know, but there's, I mean, there have been times where, you know, you're talking to somebody, you know, like doing what I do for a living, you, you meet a lot of people. And it's end up BSing. You know, there, there are times where people say things like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I love movies. I go see movies all the time and I go do this and this and this. And you're like, okay, well, and you start just BS them and, you know, and then you make, you, you make one-liners and they don't get it. Yeah. Like you ever quote nice. a movie? You ever quote a movie and they look at you weird? You're like, well, wait a minute. This is like, like I literally just said a movie from The Godfather, like a line from The Godfather, and that's <laughs> the number one movie of all time. Or you made a joke about Rosebud, and nobody gets it. It's just like you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. and you know, it's it's there's a lot there's there's a few moments that that's happened quite frequently. I don't have anything quite as awesome as either of you. Especially Jordan, your yours is the best because you're totally gonna get fired. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know but it's it's, it's fun. It, no, I was gonna say it's it, funny it, with the, to do the movie quote thing. Like that's actually a good meter. Yeah, a good, a good thing to to throw out there as bait. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. There are people who know movie quotes way better than I do. You know, and I'm not trying to say that I'm like the king of movie quotes, but like it's just funny when you when you say something like. You know, leave the gun, take the cannoli, and nobody gets it. Here's here's a good one. This is a, a story that my dad uh, likes to tell. Is that um, 
when he was uh, working before uh, he retired, uh, whenever they would do meetings, he would always do an obscure quote from American Tale, uh, Fievel, you know? That yeah, yeah. Fievel Goes West was one of my favorite movies ever. So, so the, the first one, uh, there's, a, there's a quote where uh, Gussie Mausenheimer, the, the, mm-hmm. the bitch, you know, played by Madeline Kahn, Warren uh-huh. C. Rant, you know, kind of that. Where <laughs> when they're building the 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 giant mounds of Minsk, and uh, right when they start, she goes, "We have a plan," like that. And yeah. my, my dad says that he would end his meetings almost every time because when they'd get something done, you know, when you know, they're like, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. they got." It. He'd go, "Okay, great, everybody, uh, uh, good job, everybody. We have a plan." And, <laughs> and nobody got it. He said nobody out of his it. years that he would do, and he would say it, you know, kind of in his best meddling con-ish way. But uh, he says out of his all of the years that he's done, it, I think he's had only like one or two people actually. Which is like, hey, hey, was that Musty Gossenheimer from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh man, that's funny. That's a great story. <laughs> good. It's that's a, really it's good. Really, to, to measure life and friendships off of movie quotes, I think is something I need to do more of. Right. Um, that was good. Well, uh, today, like we said, we're talking about movies that we have recently seen, kind of like small little reviews. Um, and uh, I just saw one yesterday that I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, everybody's gonna say I'm crazy, but I recommend. Uh, I would pay full price to see this movie. Um, it would be the rom com Why Him with James Franco and You're Brian Cranston. Crazy. Wow. I haven't uh, seen I, it. I've, convince I haven't seen me, it. Jordan. Convince yeah. me, because I haven't seen it. Seen I used it. the Snapchat filter for the whole month it was out, but I didn't see it. <laughs> I know a lot of people Eric, who have you disagree. Seen it. No, no, I, I, I have, I've not seen it. I know a lot of people who have, and a lot of people have been. I've not heard a bad review about it actually. So, uh, but these are also for people who are just like, yeah, you would like that movie. Nice. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know how else to fucking meant it. That's but it's just like yeah you would if I could like that movie. Uh, yeah. why him is actually really refreshing. Um, it 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 does every stereotype that a rom com does. It does every stereotype of the kind of movie where the daughter dates the rebel and the dad hates him and everybody else in the family likes him and then in the movie they become best buds. You know that kind of thing. But the jokes and what James Franco does with Brian Cranston is just utterly ridiculous. And I watched it sober, and I had a great time. Um, here, for an example. So the basic plot of Why Him is you got James Franco who developed an app, uh, some video game app about surfing gorillas, literally. And he is a billionaire. And his office is his home. And uh, he dates the main girl, who is a Stanford student. And her father owns a printing company that's going bankrupt because nobody buys that kind of stuff anymore. Everything is online. Mm -hmm. Anyway, long story short, um, it's Christmas time, and she invites the family out to meet (coughs) James Franco. And James Franco is like a – He's just – he's the definition of hipster. He has – You mean he has a ponytail t- and thick glasses? No, no, no. You're, you, you are worse <laughs> than him. Uh, but 
but for one thing, he has a paperless house. That was the best joke in the movie. Brian Cranston, which if Brian Cranston's doing the movie, chances are it's probably not gonna be that terrible, right? He's he's a very he's got good range, and everyone obviously is gonna like him for Breaking Bad or for Malcolm in the Middle. Or and it's just any any dramatic actor that can do comedy or any comedic actor that can do drama, it really I think earns a lot of respect in people's eyes, which is probably why yeah. everyone loves The Rock. Oh, The Rock. Yeah, it's 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 just you know what? Check it out. I don't know if I can sell it good enough. It's ridiculous. Like uh like like James Franco has ridiculous stuff. You know, like uh you know, like he takes the family in a tour of his house and Brian Cranston uh likes to hunt and he's like, Hey, um, is that a moose that you killed? And he goes, Yes, that's a moose inside of a inside of a giant fish tank floating in its own urine. <laughs> Well, and then and Brian Cranston looks at James Franco and was like, why? And he's like, why not? It's just stupid little shit. You know what? And I, I don't mind it. It's the same way I was, I was watching Central Intelligence with The Rock. I tell you that he's great. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it's just – let's just make it fucking ridiculous. And you can just tell mm-hmm. that when – you can really see it. When, when you can tell that whoever's making the film, when they're having a good time, when you can just tell that there's a lot of candid moments – where they're just like, you know what, let's fucking have some fun. And you can just tell, like, that was them having fun. That was a goof. You can tell that they're having good a good time. Then it really shows, and you really get to see that. And uh, I think I that, 100% that, affects, agree with you. that affects a lot of the movie, I think. Eric, have you seen anything this week that we should check out? Yeah, I went to go uh, to the theater to go see a movie. I guess it came out last year. It says it was 2016, but maybe it was just slow to get distributed. Uh, the Lost City of Z, or The Lost City of Zed. Uh, oh, okay. Directed by James Gray. It stars Charlie Hunan. Hunam? Is that the guy's name? He's, he's real hot right now. He's oh, dead. from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Jackie Boy or whatever it is. You know. mm-hmm. uh, he was, well, he was the lead character in Sons of Anarchy, right? Or am I thinking of somebody else? No, no, no. That's the guy. He's, he's, he's the new he's mm. King Arthur. In the new Guy Ritchie film? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Okay. That gotcha. Guy. Uh, it also stars uh, Robert Pattinson from, as we all know, Twilight. Net, uh, yeah. Uh, well. And it's got a He's few, still acting? Yeah. And it's got a few other familiar faces that you see in kind of the UK circuit, but whatever. But it's a uh, it's a true life drama uh, in the 1920s, centraling the, uh, uh, the adventures of explorer Colonel Percival Fawcett. Who, uh, interesting movie, but like fucking kind of long because the movie like it has him being recruited to do this this uh, expedition in Bolivia, South America because of a rubber industry that is booming there now, and there's a bunch uh-huh. of rubber trees and um, because the the land has not been properly surveyed, there is a little bit of a war going on between Bolivia and Brazil, the, the locals and natives to see fight over money, who who owns what. For what, you know, um, to get properly compensated for the rubber. So his job uh, it was to go down there and survey land and just kind of draw up the map and, and borders and the map make. While they were and they rubbed a whole bunch of shit down because it's in the Amazon, right? So they they're uh-huh. doing all all that jungle shit and it's just it's just they're they're getting fucked real hard. Like the jungle's <laughs> kicking their asses real hard, and they get to uh, um, this one place where he finds kind of like evidence of like there being an ancient city there he's like there's it's really fucked up he saw like statues he saw like pottery like crafted pottery 
And he's like, holy shit, like, this, these are findings, and we're deep in the fucking jungle. Like, boys, we are deep, deep, deep. Nobody's here. So for them to think that there's a civilization, a civilization there that could be older, that could be, you know, like, what's there? What, what do they know if there's something there? Um, but he had to leave because, dude, jungle was just kicking their asses. Like, and, and the job was done. Like, they got the job done. They needed to leave. So... Goes wow, back, and it's just—it's a good story about this guy who's just like he really believes. He's like, I saw something down there, and just uh, the entire movie, how he just has this passion to to go to the jungle, and just in a real life sense too, how life was back then. This is all like before World War Two. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah, and he he gets drafted in the war. Like he goes back three times. So the first time he goes for the the in the initial excavation, uh, the or the the map making. The second time was because he told a story about how he thinks there's a city uh, down there to uh, um, uh, British nobles. And one guy who was, I guess, a, a explorer or an old, he was an old man and was an explorer. He did like the, the North or South Pole or some shit like that. He's like, you know what? Uh -huh. I, I believe you. Let's go check it out, sir. We, I'll fund the trip if you come on down. So they go back there again, but I won't spoil that. They fail. They had to, some shit happened and they had to leave. And then... Then he goes to war, he survives the war, and then he goes back again to try to find this fucking city. Like, this is all a true story, too. Oh my god, is it real? Wow. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it, it was it was long, I can tell you that, because I can tell you, like, they did the whole war thing, and this is like a two, two and a half hour movie, but uh, it was it was very interesting just to kind of see just, like, the, the true story of this guy. You know, it was well acted. Guy is a fucking good-looking man. The Lost City of Z, right? Yeah, Lost City of Z. Okay. Um, I wanted to check that. Sounds out. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just. Where'd, where'd you see it? I. It's. You know, we got one of these art house theaters over here. Like, it's right in front of like an Imagine. So we got this big old fucking Imagine, and it's got like the twenty theaters. And it's got all the new shit playing, all the hotness, and then and right in front of it is this small little theater, the old timey, you know, that just kind of. It stood the test of time, and mm -hmm. it, just because it plays all of like you know the uh, the art house or the foreign film or you know it, it gets like these really obscure films, and they're playing this aren't, one, and so we aren't theaters like that just magical? Like there's like there's just the ghosts of the hundreds of, hundreds of years of people that have gone to see films there. Yeah, like places like that, you just sit in there, and the movie, you know, it just there's just some magic to it because it's like you're watching the same you're watching a movie that in a place that a hundred years ago showed the news. <laughs> True. You yeah. know, like that's cool as shit. No, there's a few because it's old, old Detroit. There are a few, uh, uh, where the film houses or whatever the hell they're called, where you can tell like, um, the, the, the way that the screen is that it's in front of like a, a mini stage. And so it used to just kind of be like a town hall platform and they just, you know, had the, the they had the seating for it, and then when film came around, they just put a, a screen in front of it instead. But you could tell, like, oh yeah, this was old around long enough to where people were probably performing on the stage here, and like little and like little, pretty neat. little shows, you know. Years now, this is a couple years ago, but there's still a place like that here in Youngstown, where the seats up in the nosebleeds are, you know, and I hate to use this term; it sounds awful. But it's the seats where they made all the black people sit. You know, it's like they, they call them the blackface seats, you know. And, like, they're still the hard, uncomfortable seats that are cheap. 
and the comfortable ones are down the floor. You had segregated seating uh, in, in this theater. Y- and yeah, yeah, and, and it's it torn down. It, it's it's never got it's never got fixed. It's never got torn down. I mean, I'm not saying that the seats are the same that they were a hundred years ago, but you know, these were these are the ones that don't have cushions. The ones on the floor have cushions. Sure. You know, wow. and it, it's on it's on the bal- it's on the balcony. Now, I just so happen to see Jeff Dunham there. You know, that is what that is. But you know, but at the same time, like, there's just something about places like that. That the ghosts of, and I hate to keep you going to that term, but like the the ghosts of those who've come before us, are are there, and you just sort of feel it. There's just a magic the, about the historical like value. You, you feel it. Yeah. You're just like, oh man, like yeah. I, I feel like I'm I'm helping keep this alive. Yeah, and you know, I know Jordan, you've seen this before, but like, you ever has anybody ever seen a game at Wrigley Field? No. Yep. You know, like I, I, I went there once and this was years ago, but like, you know, you sit there and you're sitting in the same exact seat. Some fat guy from, you know, that was in, that was in the meatpacking industry, sat in and smoked cigarettes and watched the Cubbies lose, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, but, but I mean, I'm making a joke, but there's just like the ghosts of Wrigley are, you know, are there or are, are they're true. And I'm not from Chicago. I, I went there specifically to see a game. I watched them watch the Pir- I pl- I play the Pirates a couple years ago. You know, it's just, I know I'm getting on a diatribe about it, but it's just, it's just, there's just something about it. Well, going on that note though, Ed, what movie do you recommend uh, that you checked out this last week that we should check out? I actually, I I, I have three. (laughs) Well, that's fine. Two are Netflix shows, you know, one of which has been talked about widely. One has a new season coming out uh, in the next couple of weeks. But the first one I want to talk about, is of all things, uh, Victor Frankenstein. Okay, came out in 2015. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe and James McAvoy. Yeah, yeah I, I know. You know, James yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It didn't get that great of reviews, but I think that's because they told the story from the perspective of Igor, and they told a new story. They did change the story. I will. I, I freely admit that they changed the concept of it. But like, well, I mean, at this stage get... in the game of Frankenstein, right? Like, you gotta. Right. Yeah. No, I. I, I mean, to. I get it. I, I. I get all that, you know. But if you take the fact that they, you forget about the 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 historical factor in the book, and you know, you know, you know, all that stuff. They told the story, and I love this kinds of these kinds of things. Like, this is why I love the play Wicked because it tells Wizard of Oz from the opposite side. Well, it tells the story of of Frankenstein, and it just shows the development of, uh, you know, of how he came about discovering and building the idea of creating a monster, you know, creating an, a, a new person, you know, like he, he does it with a, with a, a chimpanzee at, at first and this chimpanzee, they have to kill it because it's evil. Yes. Yes. Both of, course, of them are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he does go about it again, but like the development of, the the idea of like somebody like Igor from circus freak to the, who understood science and was like the sort of circus's doctor, and then you know you got Victor Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein, you know he's 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 just this eccentric kind of person who, okay, so in the movie he ends up you know having killed his original his original roommate, which was the original Igor, you know it, 
I, there's a lot of problems with the movie. I just I, I liked it from the perspective of it told the story from a different point of view. And it, it, there's just there's not a lot of that anymore. You know, we we talked we did a whole show on remakes. And although this is by definition a remake, it tells the story from a different different perspective. I I, I just I would recommend that. What's the other two you got? The the other two is now this one is going to sound stupid. It's make me sound like a thirteen year old girl, but I loved Thirteen Reasons Why. Okay, you want to talk okay. about Thirteen Reasons Why? I love I loved I loved Thirteen Reasons Why, and the, you know, and I'm, I know that I'm sharing this with the world, and I'm giving you know a little bit of personal history here that I'm not very comfortable giving. But there was a point in my life, and it's relatively recent in the sense that it's been probably five or so years ago um, that I did, I did, I got committed because I tried to kill myself. Okay. And the beginning of the story and the end of the story, you know, like watching, watching her slit her wrists and, and go into that and like just die in the, in the bathtub. I, I felt that I, I got it. I, you know, it's just, there was something about it. Now the middle. Okay. So she was she, oh she overreacted right to a lot of things. Well, yeah, absolutely. And like the like the beginning of it, the, the beginning of the season, the beginning of the series, like there was I, I saw where the, I saw where she was coming from. And now, granted, I'm assuming she's what she's a sophomore in high school in the series, so she's 14, right? Sophomore, junior, it, sophomore, junior. So she's what 15, 16. Yeah, I'm I'm. Literally, I'm basically double double her age. <laughs> you know, I, I'll be 30 at the end of this year. Not quite, but the, almost. So there are some things that to which she overreacted. You know, like the the one Asian kid who played basketball. Uh, like she, he just wanted to like her, and that you know, and then she got mad at that Clay guy, like the the, the lead character for not chasing after her, and the the counselor for not chasing after her was the last reason why she killed herself. Those are overreactions, and we have all been teenagers. We all overreact. Sure, but you know, if you take if you take anything away from that series. And this is how I how I perceived it. It's it's more about looking for the signs of depression and those who are willing and thinking about taking their own lives, and it, and the effect it has on the people around him. It's not so much about her as it is as it is about the people around them, and that even though it's about like a third a fifteen year old girl, you know, and it's more aimed at that demographic you know you can take a lot away from from it if you look at it from like you you don't know what that person's going through and you know when i was going through that go ahead no i was gonna say ed i totally agree with you um i heard that this show was amazing um so i was like hey gina we gotta check this out gina was not into it at all in the first episode but then all of a sudden a couple days later she's like Oh my god, we gotta watch it. We gotta watch it, and uh, that show was really, really good. Unfortunately, like they're getting so much backlash because psychiatrists all over the country is saying that it is um, it glamorizes suicide. Do you guys agree with that? Eric, I absolutely disagree. One hundred percent disagree. I have not that's, seen it. That's a very narrow-minded, dogmatic con- view of this concept. 
Gotcha. I, I Eric, had not I got seen to... it. I was told I needed to see it because I was a because I was a bully. Oh, you were a bully? Yeah, I was. I was a pretty. I was a pretty bad bully, actually. It's fucking. Um, there's not much bullying in this. More of just, just. Well, you have to see it, but the end of the well, show. Well, there's some. There is. There is some bullying in it to to a certain degree. To a certain degree, not bullying when we were growing up, but the end. Uh, uh, Eric Ed is right. Uh, the end because the first sentence of the first episode is, "Hey, I'm Hannah. I'm dead. I've killed myself." So you know, throughout the whole season, she's dead and she kills herself. But the last scene of the of the last episode, uh, the director decided something very interesting, Eric. Um, he decided to put the camera at the foot of the tub with her in it and just press record. And, sh- and, and the actress who oh. played Hannah just goes for it. And when she slits her wrist, it is the most gut-wrenching thing you'll ever see in your life. I mean, blood just pours out of her, and it's just – and she's screaming in pain when she cuts her wrist. It is yeah. fucking brutal. I I am a thirty year old. I'm a thirty year old man. Listen, I'm a thirty year old man, and at the the last twenty minutes of that series, I cried like a baby. Oh, dude! Because it's, I it's because I felt it. I felt it, and because I felt her pain. I I you know it's just and you know I'm starting to get a little emotional talking about it now. Like I felt I cried like a fucking baby. And, and that's why um, from the bullying aspect, because there uh, it's. It was it was bad. I think it was in junior high. I stopped in, in high school because I found drugs. <laughs> but in in junior high, I had a I mean I had a fucking mouth on me, boy. Like I and I, I it was it wasn't just students. It was teachers too. Like I was a class clown. I was disruptive, insubordinate. I believe these are all words that the vice principal used. Uh, and you don't I, strike me as a bully. I was I, well. This is I mean uh, before. Every, everyone was. This is as people were hitting puberty, right? So, yeah. In high school, they all. A lot of them that I was bowling got bigger, and I was like, "Oh, hey, uh, I'm gonna go. I don't. I'm high as shit. You shouldn't hit me." <laughs> <laughs> uh, or no, or I they, mean, they yeah. just got interested in doing other things, and I, I just, I don't know. I mean, like, I was always just a fast talker, and so my my bowling was carried in attitude and not by presence. Uh, that's that's basically how that worked, but especially in junior high. I, I remember a few times specifically where it was against I, uh, where I I mean where I feel bad for it now, like looking back on it, and I'm just like, oh fuck, like oh I I probably did some damage to that one. And you know, Eric, if I can if I can just if I can just add to that real quick, this is going to get super sappy and super stupid here in a sec. I I was on your side, like I was I I wasn't a bully, but like I was. I'm kind. I always have been kind of an asshole, and at 13, the level of asshole I am now was magnified by a thousand. Yeah. So kind of, sort of like where you're at. Now, I was also at that time in my life. I literally would stick my, you know, my my brand new, you know what, into anything that would spread its legs for me. Okay. Brand new car in anyone else's lawn. No. That... Yes. Yes. Yeah. My brand new car. I'd stick it any in any garage that would have it. Oh, um, I get what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, there was this girl, and I did that. I manipulated the situation. I got to the. I I, I did it. What I had to do to get there. Not <laughs> yeah, that we all still don't. Not do. that we all still don't. Fucking creepy. Not shit. that we all still don't. <laughs> I did what but I you know what I'm do. saying. She knew what she was getting. You know, like that's just. I, well, no, I, I, I understand. No, no. I understand you. You, you what I'm, played along. You did your thing. What I'm, yeah, 
yeah, what I'm saying is, is I manipulated her and I made her believe that I had feelings for her. And, you know, they're at the end of the day, you know, not the day, but there was about a week or so later, she called me on the phone because this is before cell phones. And so c- telling those two stories, combining the fact that I did whatever I had to do to get there and the fact that I didn't, I just, my mouth was just free. She told me that she was in love with me and that if I, you know, and that she couldn't live without me. So I told her she might as well go kill herself because it wasn't going to happen. God damn. <laughs> Is that funny? Well, it, it, it it's the only way I can get through the pain about it now is to laugh. But like at the same, but she did end up killing herself. Oh well, that. So this has been really... a very special episode of Movie <laughs> Guys podcast. No, 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 no. no. It, I mean, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is like I, it, it's nothing like in that regard. But like, you know, no, the, no, no, I no. just felt, I felt the pain of that girl, and it brought up all those, all the things that I had done, all the things that I had said. And, you know, and again, this is this sounds stupid and sappy and emotional, but that stupid show that made me cry like a little baby made me think of all the things that I'd done. And, you know, and I, and, you know, I just, I, it's helping me. It's actually helping me move past them, you know, and move forward past them. Some coping. Yeah, it does. It's it's stupid, but it, you know, that oh, it's just a fact. I completely understand. Like I said, like there's moments where I'm just like, oh, like, fuck. And and almost to the point where it's it's just like uh, um, I, I, the bad part about it is that um, the one particular incident I forgot the name of the individual and uh, that's just, <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> because I I only know him but because here's the thing is that like it was my wit in my mouth that, that how I survived and I I came up I was very very clever and was very very witty I came up with some real unique fucking names I can tell you that right about now. And the reason why I don't know his name is because I only know the nicknames that I gave him. All of which oh, God. offensive huh? as shit, I can guarantee you that. But it's one of those where if I ever see him again, it's just like, hey, wow, I need, I owe you an apology for that. Because, <laughs> yeah, because exactly for, I mean, and I can't relate to you on your level, but it still comes in, in your older ages when you're thinking of your own mortality. And you're just like, you know, you know, your reflection of what you did in your life and everything. And you're just like, oh, you know what, I mm-hmm. probably... That will do unto others thing. Well, I probably fucked it up. All right, right around that. Yeah. Whoops. If I'm ever supposed to be going to hell, it's it, there. There's a moment right there where right was, there where I got a speed pass right there. It's like, oh yeah, you can go right along, sir. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, like, uh, so yeah. What was it? Thirteen ways. Thirteen reasons. Yeah. Thirteen, reasons. Definitely 13, 13 reasons why. I, I mean, I highly recommend it for a number of reasons. I mean, if, 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 if you, it's not something you've ever, ever been through, you probably won't get it. And those are the, and like the people who are saying that it sensationalizes suicide. It does to a certain degree, but only if you look at it from that narrow perspective. If you look at it from what it's trying to do for society in the sense that it's like you, you, to look at for these things. And if it still happens, how you get past it. Kind of then like it's your, a, you know, your, your almost your butterfly effect type thing, like to see what yeah. impact, impact or what action you have uh, that actually does or what it actually right. does. And, you know, the only thing that stopped me from doing it at the time, you know, is the was fact Jordan. that – Was Jordan. Yeah, no. <laughs> was the fact that I 
didn't want my dad to be the one to find me, and I was living in his house at the time because that was the only thing that kept him real. This sounds conceited, but I was the only thing that kept him going. Like my parents divorced when I was three. I'm a single. I'm you know I'm the only child. I'm his only child. You know I didn't want him to be the one to find me, and I did try. And then the next morning, I told him what I did, and you know I told him I needed to get help, and I went to a I went to a you know a. a we, I got institutionalized, and I was there for a while. I spent Thanksgiving there. I spent my birthday there. I spent Christmas there, you know. And I, you know, I got out, and I mean, I had a different view of life. They helped me, and you know, I don't want to name the name of the place. I don't want to be simply because I don't want to, you know, no, no, really glorify it. Yeah, it, yeah. But like, there's they helped me more than I could ever imagine, and I can't thank them enough. So if I ever get rich, they're getting a brand new building. <laughs> well, I, I don't think it's it's. I, I wouldn't say glorified at all. I think it's just one of those where um, a lot of people don't like talking about issues like that. It's very taboo. But it's like you, you know, um, you should talk about it. Like it's 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 something that's there whether you're talking about it or not. And if you were to talk about it more, then maybe you would uh, prevent or you would you know like you would you would have a better a uh, resolve or a uh, better mm. outcome, I, I guess, would be the better way to put it. The Maybe only thing that, that, yeah, the number one thing that disappoints me is that Netflix is going to cash in on it and they're making a season two. Well, they have which, to. They have to deal about the trial. Well, but they no, they don't. It just, I mean, I get, I, I know what you're saying, but just let it be. See, that's, <laughs> you know, that's like, the other part. Yeah, it, they, did, they did their part. They did their part. They did what they set out to do, no, in my opinion. This whole thing where, where you have, like, uh, Netflix does these these things and they then they the second season comes in. You're just like, why do you need a second season for this? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. What, what, is the, what is the point for, for that? Like, I, I don't know. I was, I was perfectly okay to be honest with you, with Stranger Things being the way that it was. I, I don't I, – I feel like it doesn't need it a season two. It, it doesn't. Stranger Things was good, and I hesitated for the longest time because I, I thought it was going to be stupid and camp, but it was great. Yeah, I think that it should just – you know what I think that they should do with Stranger Things, though, and this is this is a, um, a big thing that I saw online, is try to make it almost like an American Horror Story and make it an, an, an anthology of it, you know? Oh, that'd be great. But like, do, you, me, yeah. you can keep the times, but you can just do kind of a, a separate story, kind of like how uh, I don't know, kind of like a you know a longer kind of series version of. I don't know, it, this would be fucking cool. You don't have to keep it like that'd that. That'd be or, great. You could keep the the upside down world or whatever the hell that that shit was called. Yeah, and that would be amazing was, because yeah. I love American Horror Story. Um. Actually, you know what? That'll be that'll be a nice little thing to talk about real quick since you guys are bringing up Netflix. This is might be an interesting question, and I'll start off with my answer with the question is: Do you guys remember when you first got introduced to the little thing called Netflix? I was a I was I was I was a freshman in college, and um, I was um, living in a dorm, and um, there was a guy uh, that I roomed with, and what was really cool. Uh, for me, being 18 years old, was the guy was 22. Yeah. So he got me free alcohol all the time. Nice. And um, <laughs> anyway, uh, this guy's real name I'm not going to say, but he had a nickname that we called him, and we called him Con, C-O-N, Con. Um, 
and um, he he had a he had a he had mail one day, and I you know and I went down and got the mail, put it on his little desk in the in the dorm, and it said Netflix. So when he came back to the dorm, I was like, Hey, Con, what is this? And he goes, Oh, this this is movies from the mail. I was like, Movies in the mail? This was 2005. And he goes, yeah, check this out. And he goes online and he shows me this thing called Netflix, and it costs five bucks a month, and you can get four movies, uh, four movies a month, and you can watch them, and there's no late fees at all. Right. And at the time, it was all independent movies or old movies. There was no streaming, there was no mm -hmm. TV shows like there is nowadays. Uh, I was I was blown away. I've been a member of Netflix since 06. I, I just it was amazing. Do you guys remember your first Netflix introduction? Like how just because that because that changes everything, right? I absolutely you know it was I remember seeing like the the concept like movies in the mail. Who the fuck wants movies in the mail? They're gonna break. Like I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go to the Blockbuster. I'll be totally fine. Like I, that's all I want to do is just go to Blockbuster. Sure. You know yeah. I didn't. I did not jump on board until they started streaming, and then as like my buddy turned me on to, it's like, you listen, you need to see this. Like, it's the greatest thing ever. And I remember, I remember he, you know, he had his account, and you know, and then this girl I was seeing for a while, whose account I still use, um, she, she, uh, nice. you know, she, you know, she, you know, she, Netflix and chilled before it was cool. Yeah. Nice. And you know, and it's like now. It's completely eradicated, you know, movie stores. The only one that's left is like Family Movie or whatever the hell the one. Family Video. Yeah, Family Video. That's the only one that's left. And it's because they got – they did the same thing, but you could rent a movie for a buck and not worry about when you wanted to return it. And then they had – like, and then they, now they have pizzas and, you know, like Marco's Pizza is in – Little Caesars. In, yeah. Yeah. So, like – I re, I, you know, I remember thinking like, this is the worst concept ever. Who the hell wants DVDs in the mail? Yeah. yeah. I just want. I want to go. I want to go pick. I want to go stand in the movie theater and or the the, the movie store and stand there and, and and read the back of the and read the back of the the, the things and, and pick five movies and then get charged thirty seven dollars when I was three days late. <laughs> Eric, what about you? Do you have an experience like that with Netflix? No, I. I'm trying to think what it was. It was disc based at first. I know that, and I think it was just like <clears throat> my mom had just kind of got it. I I think like for some reason, like she had this this whole stint where like there was a point where she was like making real good money, and it was yeah. just like not even a thing anymore. And I think I think she was like hooking up with this guy who just kind of like just knew what what it things were going to be like he had some sort of i don't know he just had an inside connect every time or something like that and so uh yeah so one day she just got this netflix thing and it's like oh this is pretty fucking dope and this was before streaming though this was all all dvds so all dvds or maybe you know they still have that plan from, from a friend but i i i don't really remember but i always liked going to blockbuster i was always a blockbuster guy so did i Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so did I, because I didn't like that. I mean, like, when he first introduced it to me, I was like, oh, this is great, because uh, the show that I got from Netflix uh, that I loved growing up um, was a show called Titus. Are you guys have heard of that comedian, Christopher Titus? Yeah, I, I know Chris Titus. Um, 
I have the three seasons on DVD of Titus. From, from Detroit, um, of course I know. Oh, great show. Nice. And it was actually, speaking of Titus real quick, uh, my wife surprised me about three years ago. She goes, hey, guess what? I said, what? We're going to the comedy club tonight. I said, uh, why? We never go to a comedy club. She goes, because I'm taking you to see Titus. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. So, you know, we go and you have, you know, you, you know, you have like the warm up act, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're sitting in the back, kind of, you know, we're kind of sitting in the back. It's like it's like dinner and a comedy show. And uh, and, I'm a, and I'm a huge fan of Titus, huge freaking fan. Uh, I listen to his podcast every day. And when the woman up there is telling her jokes, all of a sudden I hear the infamous Titus laugh behind me. And I look behind me and there's that fucking tall blonde son of a bitch. And I was like, oh, my God, this is Titus. Nice. Freaking the fuck out! It was great, uh, but but it's but but it's because of Netflix, because they had all the seasons, and this was back when you had DVD shrink, where you could download back in 05 for the fans who are want to go reminisce. There was a there was a free software online, kind of like LimeWire. If you guys remember LimeWire, LimeWire, Kazaa, <laughs> Kazaa, Frostwire, all that stuff. Um, there was there was a program called DVD Shrink. You have to pay for it now, but back in the day, you could download the software for free, and you had to have a DVD burner on your desktop or your laptop, and you could burn or rip. I'm sorry, you actually could rip every DVD onto uh, through the software. And of course, after years, they get sued, and now you have to encode. But that's how I got all the seasons of Titus was through that software program because of Netflix. So that's my little thing of Netflix. See, that's, that something, that's something that your daughter will never know and no kids today will ever understand. Ripping a DVD. Oh, how about like back in the day, we would have to uh, get the v, the VCR or get the VHS tape from like Blockbuster or something like that. But one of the VCR and then connect the video recorder Yes, yes. Too, too. And that way we can hit record and we can copy the movie over. And yes. you, you had to break the little tab on the on the video? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My grandpa, God rest his soul, he started doing that for porn. Nice. Not even kidding. <clears throat> like he would uh, he would take one scene from his favorite and now that I'm talking this is he he was 80 something years old when he died. This is like a couple years ago. So I'm talking like this is 10 years ago when the technology first started coming out. You could rip VHS to VHS. He would take one scene from his favorite movie, record it onto a blank VHS, and then find another another scene and then record that next. He made the first ever porn mixtape, Boner Jam 97. <laughs> he made the first one ever. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Guys, this has been so interesting. And I really enjoyed myself this evening. And fans, this is new compared to what we usually done before. But we hope you guys enjoyed this kind of new uh, spin on the show. Uh, if you're listening to this episode before Thursday, that means uh, we are reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, I have to admit to something for you guys. When the first one came out, I never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. So when it came out, I never saw it in theaters. Um, still to this day... I have yet to see the movie all the way through. I fell asleep three times. Oh, my God. And it's always at the same part. It's when they go to that uh, planet city harbor thing. Yeah. 
after that scene, I always fall asleep. So I'm going to go see it this week, but I'm going to see it. Uh, but I'm going to see the original the morning before I go see the movie so I can get my mind fresh. I've never seen it all the way through. I'm sorry. In in defense of that, Guardians of the Galaxy were a very minor ancillary set of characters in Marvel Universe before that movie came out. The only reason they made, they made the movie is because they have an Infinity Stone. And they needed to. They needed to be. Their story needed to be told to to give with uh, Infinity Wars. You know, to help with Infinity Wars. So, but then they made the movie, and now it's like it was the best one they ever made. And then yeah. two came out. No, and and that's the thing too. I don't hate Guardians of the Galaxy, the first movie. I really like everything that I've seen, and I know the ending. I know everything about it. I just never sat all the way through it yet. So, I have the movie on my voodoo. Ready to go. I'm going to check out the first one before we get into the second one. And then after that, folks, a movie I've been waiting for since we started Movie Guys Podcast over a year ago, Alien Covenant, is going to be next after uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, You guys might as well not even show up for that episode because I'm not going to shut up. Perfect. Uh, (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) You guys – uh, God, you guys don't even know what's going to happen. This is going to be great. And plus, I've already listened to like five reviews. I know what's going to happen. On YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah. Suck the movie's dick whether it sucked or not. That's not true. That's <laughs> that is absolutely true. true. Absolutely yeah. true. <laughs> that is absolutely am, the case. I am not a Prometheus fan, so, you know. Yeah, but you still fucking loved every second of it. <laughs> Fine, you caught me. Yes, if the movie is terrible, I will still love it, but the reviews that I'm seeing already are giving it great reviews. So, well, but anywho. When, uh, you pay to review something, you know. I know, right? That'd be great. <laughs> you know what? At least the director would want to be interviewed by them. Unlike our movies that we review when the directors say yes, and then we bash on it, and then they say fuck off. Well, that's the, their <laughs> trick is that they don't bash on the director before. <laughs> hey, you should check us out. We just did a half an hour show of us solely yeah. just shitting on your movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry again, guys. That was my bad. <laughs> oh, it was <laughs> I, I may or may not have stalled the growth of Movie Guys podcast at the beginning. <laughs> What, what episode was that? That was like episode the one. One. Yeah. That was the first episode ever. We, for those who don't know, we were given the idea of seeing a film, and then we were going to be interviewing the director. So we were originally going to start with the new Star Wars movie, but we were given the opportunity to talk to the director of a movie. And I won't name the movie, but you can go on. How you can name it? How? So it. So anyway, we literally shat on the movie for the entire review, and the the director backed out of the interview by ghosting us <laughs> after the review came out. We got ghosted because we shat on the movie, and we were you guys you know you guys were talking nice about it, you were being professional, and then I just opened up and just shat on it, talked about how much I hated it, and then you guys opened up and said how much you hated it, and then you know history is there is from there. Yeah. <laughs> A year and a half already, but uh, thank you everybody so much. Uh, we noticed that you guys are downloading all of our stuff on Podbean now, pretty much. Uh, thank you, 
and keep on going to Podbean. It's movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. And also, you can find not only Movie Guys Podcast show, guys, but we have other great shows there. Uh, you got uh, some shows called For Your Distraction. You have um, uh, Podcast. You have Underground Hot Pot. Hey, I like, hey, that, I like game. that game. You know, uh, hey, I like that game. Just had an episode out a few weeks ago, and it's one of the top 10 most downloaded episodes on Podbean for us. Uh, so keep on checking those out. And of course, check out our main site, movieguyspodcast.com. And the network site, berealnetwork.com. But next time you hear us, we'll be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, right? Yeah. Volume 2. Volume 2. So we'll be talking about Volume 2 next week. But other than that, uh, for Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, did you guys do America today? Have a great night.